Okay, let's get into our discussion tonight regarding the malacha of Tochein, the eighth malacha in the Lamates Malachas. And this came up on last week's daf in Shabbos on daf Kufnun Hey. It also comes up in the seventh parak in Shabbos, the malacha of grinding on Shabbos. The Mishnah said in Shabbos on daf Kufnun Hey Amr Aleph that one is discussed the issue of crushing up certain types of straw or caribs in front of one's animal on Shabbos. And the issue, the only issue that's discussed by the Rishonim there is one of Tircha Yaseira. Is it too much tircha to grind up your certain uh, animal fodder for the animals? That was the issue. That's, it might be b'chai, two different types of animals, dakas and gasas, strong teeth, young donkeys that don't have strong teeth. And the issue that we mentioned to the daf is that what happened to the malacha of tochein? You know, where's grinding? The Gemara doesn't mention it. The Rishonim don't discuss it. So that opens us, gives us the possibility to talk about the Malacha of Tochet and to try to come up with some possibilities of where this Malacha went on Shabbos, Daf Kufnun Hey, talking about the Malachas of, uh, talking about the Tirchi Yaseira, preparing animal fodder, but not mentioning Tochet. Okay, so let's go back and see the background of Tochen and see what some exemptions uh, might apply. The Rambam says, what is the, the definition of a malacha of Tochen? The Rambam does this by almost every malacha. Defines exactly what the root of the malacha is, what the av malacha is, and the toldas are other examples of that in other contexts. But what is the root of the malacha? Let's see what he says. Hatolda says the Rambam in source number one, Paragzayim. Hatolda hi ha-malacha av me'elu ha'avos. A tolda is a malacha that's similar to an av. Again, that's a topic that we discussed a few months ago, the relationship between avos and toldos. Mishkan, is that a requirement? Or does it have to just be dumya? Ketzad, says the Rambam, what's an example of a tolda? Hamachatich has a yarak ma'at ma'at lavashlo. If somebody cuts a vegetable very small, it's very small pieces, we might translate that as dicing lavashlo to cook at Arizachayev. Shazua malacha toldos Tuchina. What is the Av Malacha of Tochein? Pulverizing. Making a solid into powder. That is the ultimate. Or, or what was it done in the Mishkan? Where you have seeds, you have kernels, of wheat kernels, and you crush it into flour. That's the Av Malacha of Tochein. So if I chop something up very finely, not exactly the same act, but it's similar enough, that's the Tolda. Shahatochein lokeach guf echad, because one who grinds takes one unit and separates it into many units. That's the Rambam's root definition of the Malacha of Tochein. One unit to many units. And anyone who does something similar to this is violating the malacha of tochen. The Rambam gives another example. If somebody takes a piece of metal, and I scrape the metal, I sand the metal to use some of its parts, already you see one of our column, which we'll get back to, that the tochen doesn't only apply to foods. So we'll uh, we'll see that. But this is the Rambam. So the definition of tochen, according to the Rambam, is breaking down and reducing a sizable entity into small parts. Grinding, mincing, pulverizing, chopping, or or crushing. The Isser of tochen is bain beyond bain bakli. Right? Unlike some other malachas, for example, borer, which is bakli, is worse than biyad, but here by tochen, whatever is the normal way of crushing something, that would be the av 
Malacha. Says the Shmir Shabbos, it's source number two. Ein lishtamech bekliya miyuchar l'tachatichas batzel. He talks about using a an onion chopper, as we'll see. Uh, because, and then he says, uh, he talks about a shinoi, but uh, that's a normal way of chopping uh, and uh, slicing very finely the onion. Anything that's normal, if the normal way is to crush something with my hands, I can also violate the malacha. doesn't matter, biyad or bekliya. As the rabbi mentioned, again, we're first we're doing just a couple of general rules and regulations. It doesn't matter if it's a food item or a non-food item. The rabbi spoke about metal. That was in, in source number one. It might apply, the Shulchan Aruch discusses, if somebody has dried dirt on their shoe. Let's say somebody walked in the mud and then it dried and I wanted to get it off. So sometimes I'll take like a plastic knife and try to scrape off the dirt. It's a clod of earth on my shoe now and I'm going to try to scrape it off. Says the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch in source number five. Tidcha'al bigdo. Somebody has mud on their clothing. So first, the Shulchan Aruch here is talking about a different malacha. The malacha of libun. Malacha of cleaning. What, what, what am I allowed to do if, if I spill a, a glob of chalant on my shirt? If I get some dirt on my shirt. So what do I do? i got to push it from the from the inside. I push it from the inside, and I don't for, no water, obviously. That's But even from the outside, one has to be very careful. The dummy has to be very careful that it's not going to be a perfect. If it's really embedded in the shirt, if it's just on top and I remove it, that's not malabin. Talk about malabin at one point, but. If it is embedded, then I should take it off, just knock it from the other side. The yesh mefarshim, and then the shulchan aruch adds the hanimili balach. The only issue where, the only case where you only have problems of melabed is where it is moist. Aval yavesh asur dahavitochen. But if it is dry, and it might disintegrate as I try to scrape off the dry dirt, so that would be a problem of of tochen as well. Dried mud on one's clothing. Uh, is it Eretz Rechalagufa? Why? You don't need the dirt, but you are crushing the dirt. Why are you crushing the dirt? You don't even need to crush that. You want to. You ultimately you want to remove it from your. I guess it will be Eretz Rechalagufa. I mean, if you, you want the shirt clean, but it's is it a psigratia? So it's like ratio, you're just scraping it off, and Mamela. No, I would say it's less, a, less it's more of an anisrichal. Again, right? Okay, we've discussed that. You know, sick ratio and blachesi lagufa, psigratia lodichale, blachesi lagufa are pretty pretty similar. I don't know if we ever uh, cataloged all of the cases. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do that for next time. That's also a Ravina related topic. Okay. Either way, this is uh, so we see it clearly applies to food items and not food items. One of the major questions by Tochen is how small do the pieces have to be to violate? I want to make an Israeli salad on Shabbos. I want to, you know, cut small pieces of, of melon. Whatever I want to do. I want to make a fruit salad. How small am I allowed to go? The Rambab's Lashon is dak dak. Right? It's uh, very, very, uh, very ma'at ma'at. Ma'at ma'at, small pieces. Right? So what does that mean? What does small pieces mean? Right? Rashi says, in source 4, talking about cutting firewood. Eitzim dakim. It's hard to put a... Um, a measurement. Cutting a cucumber in half is obviously mutter. That's not tochin. But what is the cutoff point, no pun intended, what is the point that we would say that it is a problem? So if you look at the Bir Allah, the Mishnah Brewer is not 100% clear about this. Right? He quotes, 
Tosfos, who says Chatichos Tktanos versus Chatichos Gedolos. The Rambam elsewhere there, there he says Dak Dak. So one has to be careful. But what is the what is the measurement that we have to at least work with a little bit? So says of Ribiat in source number seven. He named Atzazi Mavucha B'Sheil Lazu Be'Inyan Shir Dakus. There's a confusion. Right? What exactly is the shear? It just says small, it just says small. What exactly am I supposed to uh, understand? So suggestion of Ribiat on the next page, he says, what it appears to me is whenever the pieces achieve another purpose, that's too small. If I cut a cucumber in half, it's still the same. It's a whole cucumber and a half a cucumber. But once it achieves another purpose, even if you slice a cucumber in a regular slice size, still, you're eating a cucumber. It's not salad cucumbers yet. But once I cut it so small that it serves now a different purpose, maybe it won't be eaten alone, says Ribiat, that's where you have to be worried. I'm on line 23 now. Even if it's not like powder, sometimes there's an issue, right? The Rabbi spoke about cutting vegetables. It's going to be ready to fulfill a new purpose. That it couldn't fulfill previously. That's tochen, and therefore it depends on the item. If silka, if somebody's cutting beets, vesala silsi or firewood, so once you cut it as firewood, that will be a problem. Right, as long as you, it's it it, it has achieved a new purpose, that is a problem. So. So, oh, wonderful and love this. Lomaisa, how does that come out? So the post can just say, cut it bigger than it's normally cut. If people would look at this and say, oh, I guess it's Shabbos. Right? Or, if it's, if it's normally cut small and you cut it bigger, that would be, if it's, that would be okay. If it's normally cut big, right, if you cut slices of melon, that's not gonna be, that's not tochen. It's gotta be small pieces. It's gotta be at least a certain level of small. So that is, again, however one prepares, what you try to cut it, um, again, not tiny pieces, uh, that you wouldn't have to chew it. That's what he says in the continuation, a language of, uh, of the Shabbos, Shabbos, but larger pieces that, that, uh, still have to be, still have to be chewed. Okay, that's trying to, again, there's no definitive answer, but when one is making a salad, it should be bigger pieces than what normally cuts. Are there any other heterim? Are there any other rules and regulations that we have to mention? So the main discussion of tochen is right now. There are four possible, five, five possible heterim, uh, in quotes, that we have by tochen. Let's see which ones are accepted and which ones are not accepted. And any of these five might be what happened over there in the Mishnah that we started off with, in Mesech HaShavos. So what are the five and are they controversial or not? So number one. A possible exemption according to some Rishonim. And any one of these five might make it mutter. So a possible exemption. Says Tosfus. Actually the Gemara. The Gemara in Shabbos in the seventh paragraph of Ayin Dalin says if somebody is parim silka, if somebody is slicing beets, somebody slicing beets, that's going to be tochein. Says Tosfus there, source number eight, davka besilka shayach trina, avoshar ochlin shari, only by beets is it a problem, but not by other foods. Take Tosas on the surface. What is Tosas talking about? Well, the Malacha only applied by beets. Then it applied by beets in the midbar. There were no beets in the midbar. It only applies by beets? What does that mean? 
So if you look at the Tosas Sarash, he adds a little bit. Dafka Basilka Shayach Tchina Shekein Darka Bakach. He adds in three words. Because that's the normal process of what you do with Silka. Aval Sharochlin Shari. Okay, helped out a little bit. But still, what does it mean? Okay, it's not only beets. It's only items that are usually cut or crushed like that. What does that mean? Maybe what he means is a suggestion that we find in the Kesav Mishnah. The Kesav Mishnah quotes the Ramak, Ramosha Cohen, who says, maybe the Malacha only applies to something that cannot be eaten in its present state. And it requires the grinding as a step in getting it edible. Maybe that's what the, that's what the Kesavisha quotes that day up. Maybe that's what Tosas means. Silk or anything that darker, but you need to do this. So that's a suggestion of one limitation. Tochin only applies by items that need it. Therefore, a cucumber, which you could eat it without dicing, wouldn't have the malacha. You can do whatever you want with a cucumber. Anything that you can eat without the process, the, the grinding, so that, according to this daya, would not be a problem. Generally, poskim do not quote this. This is not quoted in Shulchan Aruch. Is it quoted by anybody? The Midchas Chidduch suggests maybe it's the sheet of the Rambam. The Rambam doesn't mention it. What are you talking about? Remember back in source number one? I gave it to you again in source number 11. So we can look at it right here. Source number 11. It says the same thing. But there's one extra word in the Rambam that he quotes both. Both in source number one and here in source 11. Perachav Alav and Vilka Shabbos. If somebody grinds in order to cook, you're chay for tochin. What do you mean in order to cook? Who needs cooking? Who needs cooking? Hatochin dak dak. What does cooking have to do with it? The Rambam said it also in Perak Zion. Perak Zion, he said it on the first line. What's Lavashlo? Suggest the Minchas Chinach? It's this Ramak quoted in the Kesemishta. The Ramak says, oh, why isn't this in the Rambam? It is in the Rambam. What does Lavashlo mean? You're grinding it in order to cook it, in order to prepare it to become edible, because before it was not edible. So the Minchas Chinach suggests in source, the next source, in the Mosach Shabbos and Tochein, that this is also the Shita of the Rambam. That it only applies by something that is not edible in its present state, and it needs to be ground in order to make it edible. So that is edible, no malacha of tochen, right? Like the the principle by Bishal Akam of Nechal Kamoshu Huchai. Maybe that's the this is the Kein Da'oraisa that that was patterned after. Either way, this is possible exception number one. We don't hold like this. We do not have such a limitation, even if it's a implied diak in the Rambam, but the Shulchan Aruch does not say it. So, that was possibility number one, that's rejected. Let's go to number two. Again, five potential uh, heterim that we have. Number two is a Shumat HaDashen, a limitation that we find explicitly in the Gemara by other Malachos, but we don't find it by Tochein. Says the Shumat HaDashen, the next page, Simen Nunvav. What if somebody can't properly chew? They chew, they're elderly, whatever the case is. And there's meat in front of him that is not soft. It's a little media, it's uh, it's uh, burnt a little bit, it's hard. A person can't chew the meat. Could a person finally chop up the meat or not? 
says the Shubha Sadeshen, Yiret Dishari Kiyagavna, no problem. Why is it no problem? Says the says the Shabbat Shabbat. Let's be Shubu Shu Tochen. Kemo Manta Parb Silka Vasala Silsa. It's not like that case. Why? He continues and says, Vagabi Hide Deman. To Ovid Silsa, Pirish Rashi, Machati Chetim Dakim, Chaim Shub Tochen. Why? What's the difference? Why is there a Heter? Yeshlobar says the Shubat Hadashid, Gabi Ochlin Lo Shayach Tchina. Well, first he quotes what Tosa said before. And maybe the meat, is the meat edible beforehand? The meat's edible. It's cooked. So maybe it shouldn't apply for that reason, like Bali Tosa said, the Tosa Rush said, and maybe the Rabbab says. That is number one. But then he goes into a second idea, the end of line 11. Why? Why is it for sure, Mutter? The Gemara says in Shabbos, Ein Disha, Elabugdule Karka, Ein Imur, Elabugdule Karka, by Ma'amer and by Dosh. And now the Truma Sadashin is saying it by Tochen. Ain tochen ela begidule karka. It only applies by items that grow from the ground. Or let's say the Ramam says metal. Does metal grow from the ground? Does dirt grow from the ground? I guess dirt is the ground. Metal comes from the ground. Maybe the Ramam would, if the Ramam would hold to this principle of this limitation. Gidule menarat doesn't sound that way. Doesn't sound that way. The yesh b'minat chinah to go to a kidney is the ikat chinah shayach b'hu. Aval basar dein gidulah menaris, but basar we're assuming in this context that animals are not considered gidulah karka. Yesh lo mitav ochol kazel ukuli amol shayach b'hu chinah. Vachayinami matzino l'gabi ma'amer. He quotes the Gemara by ma'amer. So this is the limitation of the shumas adashen, and this limitation is quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. So, the, oh, so this might be, let's say, within foods. Within foods, tochen only applies. So this is another answer for the Rambam. Right? Yes, you what about dirt? The Shulchan Aruch also quotes dirt. Right. So it could be that the and the and the the Gemara talks about sala silsi. So the limitation would be within food items, it only applies by gedulei karka. But it can apply to a totally different context, like dirt, like metal, like sawdust. That's what you'd have to say. For this limitation. What would be the svara for that? You, you, you got to think of a svara. Excellent. Well, what's the svara for ain't no, so if, if, if you said it was only gedulei, that it's a food malacha. So let's you have tit and gedulei aretz. Right. So let's see if we can come up with any svara. Let's see if we can come up with any svara. So let's continue first. First, the shulchan quotes this is source number fourteen in Shidduchaf Aleph. Mutter lachtoch basam avushalot sli dak dak pesak, and he quotes the Torah sedashen when it's not a, a, allowed to very finely. Cut up meat. Okay, that's that's a separate issue. But you know, the Shulchan the is quoted meaning so meat, cheese, eggs, tuna fish is not a problem. They are not gedulei karka. The mashing of the tuna fish is not tochen. You got to worry about the lush, maybe. You got to worry about the opening the can. The other things when it comes to tuna, but not tochen. Tochen is a tochen elbu de karka. What about mushrooms? So mushrooms for Hilchas brachos are not good de karka. Shahako. So what about for Hilchas Shabbos? 
If I rip a mushroom out of the ground on Shabbos, is that kotzer? Saku lekarka. So what do you what do you say? Say, oh come on, it's going for the ground. So that's a major machlokas. Comes up. What if somebody wants to chop up, you know, dice mushrooms, put it in a salad? So that's a major machlokas opposed to you have in the Archa Shabbos. He has the suffix about the mushrooms, because as we know, mushrooms, you say the bracha of Shahakol, and the return discuss, could you buy mushrooms with mice or shady money, v'chulu? This is a big discussion. Well, the Chorah should be machmir lichat, lichat chil. Good. So, what exactly is the svara for ain token of the karka, especially if you have some exceptions to the rule, like, there's nobody that, that would argue Lachora by dirt, by the other cases, by sawdust, the Gemara says it. So the Villagon says it's just that certain malachos within food items. You have to say there are two types of malachas that can be done. The food items malachas, and that might be limited to certain food items, and the non-food items malachas. Maybe you could achieve a certain purpose, you know, outside that's parallel to the Gudule Karaka purpose. One has to work on it. The Villagon in the Shulchan Aruch just compares this to the other malachas, like the the Chumash did. He said, just like Emor, right? All malachas akarka are, are, are limited to Gedulei Karka. The Gura might be giving it away there. Meaning, if one is involved in malachas karka, these first 11 malachas, or 10 malachas if you don't include Bishal, are malachas karka. So malachas karka are limited to Gedulei Karka. But that's within the Av, let's say, with the food items. But if one has something totally different, which is a tolda, which is dirt, which is something else, that's not trying to be a maleches karka, so maybe then you have more flexibility. Okay, you got to work it out, but that's to go down that, that path. Okay, so number one, does it only apply to items, does tochen only apply to items unable to be eaten in their raw state? So that we said we do not accept that limitations. This limitation in tochen el karka we do accept. Next limitation, and this one we also accept. What is that? Says the Ramah. Says the Ramah. What happens if I want to crumple up some of my challah and put it into my soup? And the soup is a kli shlishi. So I'm not worried about any type of, of cooking after baking. We spoke about that a couple weeks ago too. But what about the crumpling? I'm grinding. I take a piece of challah and I mush it up. Or matzah, Pesach's coming. Right? If I want somebody wants to somebody somebody who eats gabrucks, somebody eats matzah shruya, and they want to take their matzah and cut it up to small pieces, put it into their soup. Or let's say it's the eighth day of Chutzlaretz and the minog is to only to eat matzah shruya but dafka to show that it's a minog, whatever it is. Is that tochein? <laughs> Says the Ramah Mutter. Why is it mutter? Because of the principle of Ain Tochein Achar Tochein. Once wheat was made into flour, and now I baked it into something, but it was already ground up once in its life, in its existence. So therefore, Eitochen Achar Tochen. We don't uh, say that Tochen can be violated twice in a row. That's what the Ramah says in 18, not about soup, but about putting it in front of an animal. Mutter, second line. Mutter lefarer lechem lefneatar golem. One is allowed to uh, pulverize and crush bread in front of chickens to hold the kfarnitchan ein lachush the ein tochen achar tochen right that is ein tochen achar tochen we'll get to the next line of the Ramasun, but that is the principle yeah you say something about tuna fish that's already been tuna fish you don't need it you have ein tochen ala budula karka you don't come you don't you need that this hat you have a more basic hat to the whole tuna fish is excluded from the from the malacha so this is based on Iran, in Mesecha Shabbos, the name of the smog, but this is the principle we hold of, Eitochen Achar Tochen. So for example, let's say, if somebody is a, is a Chol Sheish Posakana, right, so there are a lot of take medicine on Shabbos, I'm sorry, 
Cholashein bo sakana. Of course, Cholashein bo sakana do whatever they want. But even a Cholashein bo sakana, somebody has the flu there in bed, they're allowed to take pills. What if they're having trouble swallowing? And they want to crush up the pill to put it into a liquid in order to drink it. Are they allowed to crush up the pill? So you might say, crushing up the pills, that was the whole Xer of Shrika Samamanim. But the answer is here, it was already crushed. Most pills are crushed and they're made into a pill. So, Eitochen Achatochen. And therefore, ironically, Lachar, that'll be mutter. Crushing up the pill because the Malach of Tochi wouldn't apply in this, in this case. One has to be careful that if the second level of Tochen achieves something new, then that's not Eitochen Achatochen. Let's say I, I, I cut vegetables very small and I'm gonna cut them even smaller. So that's not Eitochen Achatochen. Eitochen Achatochen only means the same process is being done, uh, over again. That's what Eitochen Achatochen means. If you look at the Chazonish's, uh, explanation of this Principle, look in source 20. It says the Chazonish, Inyan ain't trina achar trina, shehizkiru poskim, eno inyan le ain bishol achar bishol, shenechleku a poskim. Don't compare ain tochen achar tochen to ain bishol achar bishol. Why? Avohad de ain trina bapas, hainu she ain't tochen, look how he explains it. Ela bahafrada shel chibur tivi. Tochen, is what the Rambam say, separating one unit into many different units, separating a unit made by God, says the Chazonish. If God made this unit, and I separated that's the Malach of Tochen. Hashem made this plant, made this grow, this kernel, I'm going to pulverize it. Hashem made any any of these units, uh, this cucumber grow. But if somebody has an artificial unit, a man-made unit, that's the principle of Eitochen Bread is a man-made unit. There was human input. Flour, right, from uh, grain, is a God-made unit. That's the beautiful svara how the Chazanish explains. Even something that was never nitchan. So that is the, the true unit. Only Hashem can make a true unit. On a hashkafic level. Only Hashem could do it. And therefore it says the Chazish, that's the svar for Ein Tochen Achar Tochen, only by a Chibur, only Chibur Tiv'i. So let me give you an interesting question. What about, the post can discuss, what if you have a, a chocolate bar? Let's say you have a power of chocolate bar. And you want to, sometimes to, for dessert, to put on top of a cake, to drizzle on top of a cake, you put little pieces of chocolate. Shavings. So you take shavings. Chocolate shavings. So what if you want to take a knife, and get some chocolate shavings on the cake. They weren't allowed to get short, create chocolate shavings on Shabbos. So weren't allowed to do that. So the Archa Shabbos says it's usser. Why is it usser? Why is it usser? According to the Chazanish, it should be mutter. Why? Because the Chazanish, Hashem didn't make this chocolate bar. Chocolate bars don't grow. What do you mean? So, uh, so that's why I want to bring it up as an afkamina. If you say that ain't token achar token is literally, don't tell me about the chibur tivi and chibur chibur uh, for my kaddish baruch If token achar token means, I skipped it, but I'll go back to it now. If ain't token achar token means like the shvisa sashabis says, another one of the achronim from a hundred years ago in source nineteen, that once something is ground, you can't grind it again unless that's why ain't token achar token. Unless the previous results of the tochen are not visible anymore. Because it's again a unit. 
So if Eitochen Achatochen means that, so then maybe by bread, you see that this is flour and water that rose up. The original, when you, when you mush up bread, when I mush up bread into the soup or the matzah, I'm not reverting back to what was. No, I did another process, but that's still Eitochen Achatochen. But when it comes to other items, if totally butla, his language is, if butla pu'ulas hatchina harishona, maybe you would say yesh tochen achatochen. That's very different than the well, chazonishes. Why would you differentiate between bread and chocolate? I mean, bread, right, bread, it's, how, would you, how would you really see that this kemach versus... Right, this, right. Uh, I would say, according to the chazonish, for sure it's mutter. According to the chazonish, uh, And even according uh, to this, uh, you'd, you'd have to... The right, the Shvitzas Hashabbos. Would you again, if you look in the Yerach Hashabbos on the next page, he where he says that he says on the top, Nira da'asel afar shokolad lepirim dakinai de chuda sakin obavadish yimaskos kinai de pumfia v'nira shemutol afar shokolad b'shinui. Okay, b'shinui. We'll get to that as Hashem soon. But uh, either way, so it's uh, there are possibilities lahakel for sure. He thinks it might be machmer because butla puula harishona. Then you'd have to come up with a chilik between that and bread. That and bread. Okay, that is interesting. In Yana Dioma, doesn't come up this year. But what about when Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos? The Gemara's lashon of how to get rid of your chametz is according to the Chachamim mifarer vizorela ruach. Crush it up and scatter it to the wind. Are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? Mifarer vizorela ruach. Right, so Pasha's yes, it's bread. It's bread, ain't token achatochen, and therefore it wouldn't be a problem to do that. Okay, either way, that is all number three. Right, number two was Gidule Karka limit, number three is ain't token achatochen. Number four, what's the next possibility of a heter? And this one is very controversial. This is a major machlokas we've shown him. The Rashba. The Chuba of the Rashba. The Rashba was asked, are you allowed to cut up bread in front of a tarnagol, like the, the case of the Ramah. We didn't read the next line of the Ramah, where this Rashba is also quoted, but the, the, the Rashba has another heter. Miyad. The Rashba has that, and any one of these, by the way, stand on their own. The Rashba has the heter of Miyad by Tochen. Says the Rashba, Mistavra, on the line 14, Taha de parasilka, dafka b'mechadich dak dak dilok only cutting out very finely to eat it the next day, oh, I feel the baba yom later. Lachasha, lefisha darko shall soak a lachatcho dak dak be erev leishulo. The kosha darko bakacham and icholach hasha chayev. If you do it for later, avalochlo miyad mutter. But if you're grinding in order for com- immediate consumption, it's mutter. Shalo asru al adam lo ochlo maachalo chatikos gadolos oktanos. Hashem isn't forcing you to eat big pieces on Shabbos. So right before you eat it, that's not called a Maisa Malacha, that's called a Maisa Achila. Even beforehand. Dikeinian Sha'amru, and he compares it to Borer. That's the fair of the Gemara. Borer Miyad is Mutter, as long as he had the other conditions also. Da'alma, but what does the Rashba say? Kol Sha'ochel La'alter, Kederach Sha'darka B'Adam Lacho, Afopishish Boso Tzad Ba'atzmo, Chiv Chatas. Even if you would do it for later, it would be a chiyav chatas. But if you don't do it for later, if you do it for now, it is mutter. This is the tshuva of the Rashba. This is the uh, Shmir Shabbos. Also quotes this in the footnote that uh, this Rashba, that he compares Borer and Tochen. The Shiltiki Borim is not happy about this. If you look at the Shiltiki Borim in Shabbos, Taflam, and Bezim, and Aleph, 
in the Dafi Arif, he quotes the Rashba and says, where in the world does he get this from? What, every Malacha? You can do Miyad? The Rashba obviously knew that, but he thinks it's something unique. V'tamahani Allah says the Shilti Kiva Shah Isr Humishum Tochein, since it's Tochein, Mali Tochein Lebo Bayom, Ola Alter Ola Machar. Who cares when it's for? But you could cook if it's for the miyad. Of course not. Don't ask me by brera. Because that's a unique malacha. Borer by definition is for later. If you do it for now, that's not called borer. But tochen? Says the Shulti Giborim, tochen is tochen. This is the Machlokas, the Rashba, and the Shodigiborim. The Ramah quotes the Heter. The Ramah quotes the Heter. Back in the previous Ramah that we didn't read the last line. The Ramah quotes the Heter back in source 18. Ramah in Shunchaf Aleph Yud Beis. He quotes the Ein Tochen Achar Tochen Eter and then says, and when do you need it not to be Gedulei Karka? Lo Mairi Ela Bechotechu Meniach. If you leave it for later. Avalim Ach Lo Miyad Hakol Shari Midi Dahavi Abor Lech Lo Miyad Deshari Tshuvas Harashba There it is, as it says in, earlier, it's Shin Yutes. Shin Yutes, that's my Borer. So this is the Machlokas. If you look at the Mishnah Brewer, the Mishnah Brewer says, we should try not to rely on this heter. Because many we showed him argue, if you need to, if you did make the salad, you want to do it, but it's fresh, it's a Ramah. It's a Rashbah and it's a Ramah. But the Mishnah Bura quotes in the in the next source, in Sifkat and Memhei, that one should just try to do it with a larger larger shear. Don't rely on the Ramah, even though it's the name of the Rashbah, don't rely on him if it's possible, if it's possible not to rely on him. Good. Um, the Bira Lach has an interesting Ka'ara also, and the Mishnah If you're relying on the Heter of Bo of Miyad, you can't use a Kli for Tochein. Because you can't have your cake and eat it too. Once you're learning it from Borer to Mata Miyad, Borer also only allows Yad and not Kli. So the Mishnah and the Bira Lach both have that, that uh, Ha'ara. Okay, fifth and final suggestion. Again, <coughs> one of the five suggestions. Number one, if it's only, maybe uh, token is limited to cases where it cannot be eaten in its, in its state. So, that was Tosa, Tosa Rush, maybe the Rambam, we don't hold like that one. Number two, Gidule Karka Limit. So, we hold of that one. Number three, we hold of that one. Number four, Miyad, controversial. Machlokas Rashbon, the Giborim, it's in the Rambam, but the Mishnah quotes, better not to. Number five, Shinui. Source 32, it says the Gemara Mishnah Shabbos, Kuf Mem Aleph. Amr of Yehuda. Hani pilpali made the chada chada sakina shari pepper. If somebody crushes them with the handle of a knife, mutter tarti aser tu is aser. Rava amar no kiva de mishani afil tuvanami. Since you're doing it in an unusual way, even more is mutter. And this is quoted in Shulchan Aruch that if one does tochen b'shinui, it is it is a mutter, meaning. Unlike most malachos, where a shinui only takes it from a daraisa to a drabanan, by a few malachos, not too many, by a few malachos, a shinui removes the entire tsuras hamalacha and it becomes mutter. So you have that by lush, you have that by kneading. If you just make X's and not circles and you put the wrong thing in first, 
But also you have it right here by Tochen. If you use the back of a hand, a back of a, a knife, the Ramosha writes in, uh, in source 35, if you use a spoon, if you're supposed to mass something, usually mass it with a fork. If you use a spoon, that's also a Shinui. Right? Any type of Shinui would be Mutter, not just Usser, Dirabanan. Okay, so those four out of, three out of the five are Muskamakol. One out of the five is controversial, and one out of the five we really don't hold on. And the, and the, and the, svar, the svar for having a, doing a Shinui is that Tochen has to be done. The Svara is the right. Tochen has to be done with a... If token is not done with a token in a norm, or even your hand, if it's normal to crush it with your hand, it's also awesome. Whatever the normal way is, but, but the fact is that there is a, whatever the, the chefs is, there is a specific, specific way of doing specific it. Specific object that you're using. It doesn't matter if that object is your you hand or the knife. If you don't have it, it becomes butter. No, have a kazbutter. That's a chiddush. Good. Finally, just to end off with just three quick lamaisa discussions of whether they're included in tochen or not. Number one is what about long slices? Is that in the world of tochen, or is that totally not the Torah Samalacha? If I slice something very, very thin, but but long, long slices. Sometimes you do this by pickles. I want to serve pickles. Long slices. So that is a machlokas achronim. Rav Yashiv assumes to th- seems to think that it is a problem, but uh, Rav Moshe and Rav Shlomo Zalman they both think that it is not a a uh, a problem. Right. This is the uh, Rav Moshe in in Dalad Ayin Dalad. If you have it in source thirty seven, number one slicing. What about mashing? What about mashing? So what about mashing a banana? Mashing a potato? Right, so uh, what about mashing? So there is a, a Tosefta in Mesecha Shabbos which says, Ein Maraskin, Ein Maraskin, where's the, uh, did I give you the Tosefta? I gave the Tosefta, the next source, 39. Ein Maraskin One is not allowed to crush, sounds like mashing, dates and figs and carobs in front of Zekenim. You could use the back of the Sakin. Sounds like postures of the Tosefta that mashing is a problem. Right? you got to do a Pashinui. Sounds like mashing is a problem. An avocado also. To mash an avocado. Right, for we're in front of the Zakanim. For the Zakanim. Yeah. Right. What's the what's the Lumdish question on this? Remember what the Rambam said? The Rambam said, What's the definition of token? You take one unit and make it many different units. You're not doing that by mashing. You're just changing the form of the unit. It started off as one unit and it ends up as one unit. It's not separated pieces. It's not separate pieces. So that's why it's a question. The Chazonish assumes... I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's talking about... Anything. It could be lush, but Maraska doesn't... Lush needs external liquid added to it. Here you don't have that. The Chazonish assumes that, number one, this Tosef is against the Rashba. Because it says, Amaraz got to do it with a Shinoi. It sounds like you're doing it for Miyat purposes. So that boy, he thinks this is against the Rashba, as we mentioned before. But number two says the Chazonish, that I think this is saying that mashing is Aser. That's the sheet of the Chazonish, that mashing is also a type of Tochein. And if you look in Rav Moshe, in the next source, he talks about mashing bananas, he thinks that mashing is not is not a problem, right? Marasig means something else, but he thinks in source 42, Lo Bananos, there's no Isra mashing the bananas to give to the children. bananas. lesser. He says, I think even the next to the chazonish because that will get finely. Either way, but machlokas whether mashing is 
is uh, included. There's one final point to mention, and that is, if somebody has food that's basically falling apart already, finishing the job <coughs> might not be a malacha. The Beis Yosef has this. Beis Yosef has this, and uh, the Rambam quotes this in terms of or, an already cooked vegetable. So let's see, somebody has a uh, sweet potato in the soup. You take out the sweet potato in the soup, and you want to mash it a little bit. So it's already so soft and falling apart, it's already tachun. Somewhat. It's so easy to mash it. That's what the Ramam seems to say. And um, the Chazanish talks about it too. And the Shri Shabbos quotes it. That if you have something that is already so mushy, so falling apart, it's not subject to the Yisra. The Shri Shabbos ends off. Peros v'yerakoshin is ma'achu al yedei bishol. It's already becoming soft through bishol. V'nochim ma'od l'risuk. They're very mashable. Nifka mehem esertchina. Right? And there, there is no Isser. So if somebody has those types of very soft fruit, there is no Isser. Okay, either way, there's more sources here, as you can see. But we just did the definition of Tochein, the five potential Heterim, and then just the three added discussions about mashing and slicing and previously cooked foods. Okay, by the show, next time we'll get into, as we started Mesech Azerevin, we'll get into a topic related to the Mesechta.